I had about 10 shipments stranded throughout the country. Shane Catton happened to be one. They were able to help me out. The, I think what yep. they call it, the yeah. last mile that's, or that's something? That's what it's about. Have you been looking for a business podcast with hosts and guests who don't have a stick up their ass? Yeah, I said it. Damn! Well, if so, welcome to your new home, brother. Brother. This is My Fence Life. Woo! Our three passions are beer, bourbon, and business. And probably in that order. We're bringing on business owners who share tips, tricks, and behind-the-scenes stories to help your business be more successful. And we drink during the show. So no matter what industry you're in, pop a cold one and come on in. Welcome to the My Fence Life studio. Hey, hey, what's happening, Fence Lifers? Guys, we got a hell of a show for y'all tonight. Uh, can you believe it's season six, man? Season six, episode one. Title of this is Fences at 37,000 Feet from Turbulence to the Fence Line. Guys, don't forget we're going live using StreamYard. So before leaving a comment, please go to streamyard.com forward space Facebook and allow permissions for your name and your comment to be shown. All you need to know is your login and your password. That way we know who the hell saying what, when, and where. We already got some people jumping up in the comments. Oh, Shane Millite drinking cat. And what's up, buddy? Um, guys, y'all heard the intro. We're everywhere, man. My Fence Life Podcast, Facebook page, the uh, YouTube channel, Spotify, Apple, live on uh, Instagram also. Um, also, don't forget, guys, we're the only guys out there that are financing your expert stainless steel pre-standing machine. Go to MyFinsLife.com, click the Ask Dan icon at the top of the page, and uh, say, hey, I want to finance one of those expert stainless steel pre-staining machines, bro, and I want to start boosting my sales. I want to start making better margins, and I want to put my guys to work. I want to have work lined up for weeks. And <clears throat> while you're there, if you get a chance, fill out that MyFinsLife Edition U.S. Hammer form, the BBH, the Big Black Hammer we're giving that baby away in just a couple weeks here at Fence Tech. And I think the deal is, is we're planning on going live. As soon as the doors open, we're going to announce the winner. It's going to be on site for everybody to see. It's going to be like a museum. We can have lasers and shit around it. So if you go to try to touch it, you get zapped. So go to myfencelife.com, guys. Fill out the big black hammer, the BBH. You'll see it jumping around on your screen, okay? And, but, but, but wait, there's more. While you're there, we got more stuff for you to do. While you're at MyFenceLife.com, if you want to win the Fencer's Dozen, if you want to win 150 black donuts for your no-dig vinyl installs, delivered to you by My Fence Life, by Dan Blanc, by The Fence King, supplied by MidAmericaFenceSupply.com. Those guys got everything, man. Let me tell you, they got more freaking material than they know what to do with. Go to MyFenceLife.com, fill out the form with the pink donut with the sprinkles on it. And uh, get yourself a, uh, a free Fencer's Dozen, man. Last week's winner of the Fencer's Dozen was Chris Gass of Jack Fencing out of Rain, Louisiana. So uh, I talked to him yesterday or today. I forget what day it was. I was like, yo, bro, you got your donuts yet? He said, nope. But when I do, you'll know it because I'm going to put it on Facebook. So I was like, cool. So, guys, um, 
uh, before we bring on the, uh, the another another winner, before we do next week, uh, this week's winner, we're going to introduce our guest, man. We got a hell of a guest tonight. This guy grew up in Kansas, has a degree in business from Whatcom Community College, or Whatcom maybe is how you say it. He worked in manufacturing most of his professional career with a focus on plastics. He's worked, oh, everything from roto-molded kayaks and thermo-formed accessories. I have no idea what that is, but I'm sure we're about to find out tonight. In 2004, he started in the aerospace field producing cabin interiors. Uh, I believe that was for Airbus. And then during his years there, he gained a respected reputation with many airlines and other manufacturers. Well, then, good old 2009 hit, and he was laid off from the local manufacturer he was working for. And uh, he received a start at Blackline HHP. And uh, Blackline HHP allowed for so many opportunities to the point that the ownership saw his knack for the business and started allowing him to run the day-to-day. What a, that's a hell of a deal, man, for an owner to put trust in you like that. He was also taking the leads that were coming in, and he started building fences on the side with his three boys, which is why he's so knowledgeable in vinyl fencing. Then good old Airbus called and said, hey, man, we sorry we laid you off in 2009. We'd really like to have you back. And he was like, all right. So he goes back. And, uh, but while he was there, he loved fencing so much, he continued to sell fences for Blackline. And he did all that remotely. That's how badly that he wanted to be involved and stay connected to the fencing community. <clears throat> um, I mean, he just knew fencing where his future was. In uh, 2019, the owners of Blackline asked him to come back full-time to run the business again. And guess what he did, man? He jumped at the opportunity. He didn't look back. He was like, this is where I want to be. This is what I want to do. So he's like, guess what, Airbus? I'm out. Since then, the company's grown year over year and has established itself as the premier black vinyl fencing company or supplier of the fencing industry. So, guys, let's go ahead and bring him on. This, you're going to love this cat. He's awesome. All right, fence lifers. Get ready for your shut it. Badass hinge guest brought to you by D&D Technology creator of the magna latch if it doesn't say badass it ain't dnd what is up mr zach romero mr black line h hp himself how you doing bro i'm doing well dan how about you <laughs> man i got a little chest cold coming on you i don't know if you heard me struggling to breathe while i was talking i got a little frog in my throat but uh, i'll just be hitting the mute button like this and coughing and nobody can hear bro so we good yeah, yeah. No, it's going around it's in my home <laughs> yeah man um i got i got my assistants out sick um my uh my project manager zach was out sick but he came in today to kind of help me so i wasn't in the office all by myself because <sighs> i gotta go ahead and uh, run a business and get prepped for a show tonight and i'm like dude i can't do all this by myself take some day quill get in here boy right that's right <laughs> So anyway, man, um, so Zach Romero, Blackline HHP Products, I met you in Vegas for the first time, right? right? Yes, sir. And uh, but, but let me ask you something. Does that HHP, does that stand for high heat products or plastic? Uh, high heat performance. High heat performance. 
Well, let me tell you something, man. The first time I found out about you was um, Cannon Johnson. He's like, dude, I got this black vinyl, and this stuff is freaking amazing. I'm like, you're lying. He's like, no. Called me on FaceTime, went out in his yard. He's like, look at this stuff. <laughs> and uh, ever since then, I've heard nothing but good things about Black Line. And um, I was like, man, I hope I one day can use this stuff. But we don't do a whole lot of vinyl, you know? Right, right. And um, when I saw you in Vegas, I remember I even, you came to me like, hey, man, what do I got to do to advertise on your show? Yada, yada, yada. I'm like, dude, I don't yeah. do vinyl and I can't sell a product that I haven't used. You know, I'm, right. I'm funny about that. I'm not just going to have anybody, come on, I'm going to use your product. I'm going to love it. I want to be able to talk about it. I want to promote it, right? Well, <laughs> Dylan goes out and sells a big old black vinyl job. Yeah. We get it delivered, and the customer made a change or something. So we needed a post and a and a panel. I forget what it was. Right. But right. We, needed, yeah, we needed like one more section, one more post. I think you were just a little add on. Yeah, so we were a little we we were off or we they changed things up. I'm not sure what it was. And uh dude, before I knew it, you had the stuff shipped to me like fast. I remember. So I was like, dude, we got a lot of money being held up for freaking one section of fence. We need to get some money out of this homeowner. And I right. think that happened like on a Tuesday and by Friday we had it. Right. Yeah. So man, that was yeah, awesome. It's one of those, you know, it's one of those things where when you have an ongoing project, we we don't want to leave guys hanging. So we'll 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 throw those kinds of things in front of the other regular process to get you taken care of. Yeah, man, that was a freaking big old job we had. It was twenty something thousand dollars and it was holding up. 10 plus for a freaking section of fence, you know? Yeah. So, um, but anyway, man, so after that, I called you or texted you or in, but I don't know how the hell I talked to you, but I was like, man, you got that stuff coming to me. Like it's already on LTL headed to you. And then all of a sudden I see those three little dots and I'm like, Oh, he's typing something else. And he said, so now that you've used my product, can I come on your show? <laughs> that's right that's right i was like I want, yeah man i wanted to be famous wanted to be famous right? i'm like hell <laughs> yeah i'm in i'm in bro let's do it now i can talk about your stuff so not only are you vp of sales and marketing at black line hhp but uh you're you were a source inspector for airbus right yeah yeah i have been i haven't done it for a few years but uh, i'm still on the books i think technically because there's only about six or seven of us that live in the U.S. that are certified, so uh, I I'm on, I'm in their system. They'll email once in a great while, but I just too busy, too focused now. I've I don't like to get distracted like I used to. Get right. too old for that. Yeah, yeah, I hear <laughs> so, you, man. Yeah. So um, since we found out a little bit about you, I need to find something else about you. Are you going to uh, Smashville, Tennessee for Fence Tech 2024? Yes, of course, of course. We don't miss Fence Tech. You know, it's uh, – I enjoy, obviously, going to different cities as it rotates. and uh, But for us, especially with the history of dark colors having issues, just being there every year speaks volumes for our commitment and what we're doing. and. Then I get to see everybody, of course, and you know it's just it's a great time. So we don't we don't we don't miss it. We we'll be there. Well, man, we're gonna be there, and I'm gonna have 
all kinds of stuff. I'm going to have uh, some My Fence Life uh, bottle openers. I'm going to have My Fence Life. Uh, we got some leftover poker chips from Vegas. And we're going to have our T-shirts. So they're telling me them sh those shirts are going to be here by the 18th. I got the preview today of the shirt, and it looks bad. It's so badass that um, one of the guys that's on the shirt with me was like, man, we need to get more made. And I'm like, dude, I don't know if I can get them made in time. So that was literally the text that we were having prior to uh, coming on, you know. So yeah, yeah. I'm excited about that. I know some other people, other podcast guys are going to have shirts and stuff. It's going to be a good time, man. Really oh, yeah. is. Yeah. Pickets and no, pictures. The, the podcast world community in our in our group is keeping things exciting i think so. yeah yeah man um at picket and pitchers or pitchers and pickets whatever the hell they call the uh, fence guys drinking beer deal right 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 yeah the free show party or whatever yeah i just call it fence guys drinking beer but uh they can <laughs> put a little pp on it but um yeah man we're going to be doing some live interviewing there prior to the doors opening they're going to have, um, I think, five different podcasts there, podcasting. Crazy, right. huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a good time. Um, man, we got people in the uh, comments. Shane Cat, we already said hello. Carlos Romero, I think I know yeah, that guy. Yeah, my, my son down there spamming. <laughs> and spamming then, the comments. Oh, Mark Cobb with J.C. Gurry. Bro, I got, he sent me videos today of my new fence signs. Oh, nice. Let me tell you, these guys are top-notch at J.C. Gurry. He sent me videos, and in one of the videos, he picks up a sheet. And it's got about, I don't know, eight or ten of my signs on it. And he did like this with his hands and kind of uh -huh. left and right. And they were just shining. And I'm like, oh, my God, look how beautiful those freaking signs look. And I got the reflective ones coming. So wow. I see Aaron Preston in here. What's up, man? Christopher Caruso. What's happening, bro? Aaron Preston in, let's see, Robert Looker. Hey, hey, how's it going, my dude and dude? That's Robert's hot. How's those free fencers dozen donuts doing you, bro? Uh, the Fence Industry Podcast with is in here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he loves Black Line. He talks really good about y'all. Nathan Downs, what's up, friends? Get him some material. Dude, we got Jonathan. I'm going to murder this. Clack Zick. I don't know. Anyway. I got your Christmas card, bro. That's all I got to say. Veterans Fence. I got it. I got it. So, look, before we get on with this show, uh, we got a, we got a few things we need to do, man. We got to give away the Fencers Dozen, guys. But don't forget, go to MyFenceLife.com. Click on the pink donut with the sprinkles. Fill out the form, and you could win some uh, Fencers Dozen. Dude, is that your phone over there dinging and danging? Well, I'm trying to figure out how to turn the... the the ding off the laptop itself. <laughs> All right, man. So anyway, this week's winner of the Fences Dozen, the donuts for installing vinyl on a driven post system, brought to you by uh, MidAmericaFenceSupply.com, goes to the one and only, my good friend, Chris Steele, with High Steel Fencing of Pensacola, Florida, man. He's down there doing vinyl. And guess what? Yeah. He's going to utilize these donuts, bro. These donuts have been around for two decades. They've proven. Those guys up there at Mid-America Fence Supply have been using them for nearly 20 years. Uh, they're good stuff, man. So congratulations, Chris. We'll get those babies out to you right away. And, uh, yeah, guys. Just quoted um, High Steel today. Oh, did One you really? 
out and ask for a quote today. Uh, who you dealt you dealt with? Uh, Trev Laparus? Josh. Josh Clark. Okay, dude, my boy Trev Laparus. He's uh, running the uh, the home division of that uh, show. Great guy. Good time. Good guy. So, hey, guys, we got three rules to the show. Beer, bourbon, and business. Don't forget it. And we're going to have a beer, bourbon, and business decal sticker for your laptops coming to you at Fence Tech. We only ordered like a 1,000 of them things, so come get you one, okay? Um, man, so, Zach, I'm reading through your bio, and, uh, man, you got some interesting stuff. You like to go on cruises, huh? You're a cruising guy? I just started, yeah. We did our first one in April took a little while to convince my wife and by the second day she was hooked so we weren't even barely started and she was asking when the next one was so <laughs> we got one coming up but basically a month from today so for our 20 our 25th anniversary so i personally have never been on a cruise and yeah. i just can't wrap my head around it but everybody's like it's amazing it's great blah 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 but I'm going to be that guy that had too many damn margaritas in Cancun, and I'm running down the thing trying to get on the boat, and they're going to be bomb, leaving me, and I'm waving. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I would rather, like, this is what we did. We flew to Cancun, got in a, uh, it was a freaking Ferrari boat. It's a big ferry made by Ferrari, and it huh. took us all the way to the most eastern part of Mexico in a place called Isla Mujeres. And it's an island all the way yeah. east of Cancun. It is the first part of Mexico that gets light in the morning from the sun. Great place. We stayed there for a week. I just don't know if I want to jump around, man. I want to go somewhere and I want to get in with the locals and get to know, yeah. oh, you got to make awesome. a left here. You got to make a right here. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's that little yeah. place. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no, I'm with you there. You know, it's that is the hard part about the cruises. But I, what I kind of like is just getting a taste of different countries and then then you can plan your 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 areas you want to go back to later but yeah yeah but yeah you know it's i think my wife likes the idea of man they 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 serve you right it's the customer service is top notch so uh -huh. cleaning your room every day cut you know room service clean you don't got to fold laundry you don't got to clean your room you know i think it's just it's just a week <laughs> to unwind right so I, I hear it, you. Not just the food, not just the the weather. It's a little bit of everything. Yeah. So. What's up, Clint Imes? I see you, man. Mister Nafka, Mister Log Cabin Fence, Mister. Uh, my family got out of the business, and I'm taking over. His dad, I think, just retired. So, uh, Clint's mm -hmm. the uh, he's the man. He's the head honcho over there. So look, let's get into who the hell is Zach Romero? How you got into the in industry? What the hell did you do in aerospace? I mean, come on, man. Talk to us. Yeah. All right. So, you know, just young guys started manufacturing. Uh, when I think I was about 20, I started making kayaks. And so they're like the sit-on-top kayaks that are real. You see them in a lot of resorts and different things. They're really easy to use. You don't get inside of them and roll them and all that kind of nonsense. But they're really built for just kind of the everyday person or, you know, resorts, cruise ships type of thing. So, and it was probably one of the funnest jobs I've ever had. It was just making these stupid kayaks, <laughs> uh, but just, you know, moved around locally, got into, got into aerospace, uh, a local facility here that made cabin interiors. So basically 
everything you see on the inside of a plane as a customer, you know, the seats, the, the overhead bins, the sidewalls, the ceiling, you know, everything you see as a passenger is what you consider cabin interiors, even the lavatories or the bathrooms you want to call them. Uh, so, so does that include those little bottles of Jack Daniels in Woodford? Not those ones, not uh, those. <laughs> no, the parts of the plane, right? Not the customer service part. Oh, man, I thought so, I might yeah. know the guy that knows the guy that can get me what I need. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, no. Dude, let me tell you a trick. Part. Let me tell you a trick about uh, airplanes, bro. If you stop and just grab some candy, and when you get on board, you hand that to the uh, the flight attendant. Like, hey, this is for the crew. They'll be like, where are you sitting? Oh, I'm sitting in 3A. Okay. Then they come by, they serve in, they're like, hey, you're the guy who gave us the candy. And I'm like, uh, that's me. <laughs> Would you like a yeah. little treat bag? And I'm like, yes. And they so what's your poison? You have Woodford? Right. Yep. So then they bring you a uh, a throw-up bag, you know what I'm saying? The one you, you, know, you right. throw up in. They bring you one of those stuffed full of Woodford, taped up. And they're like, here you go, sir. <laughs> Open yeah. that up when you get oh, yeah, home. They, they like to be bribed, that is for sure. Oh they, man, they it works! That. It works wonders. It does. It so, does. so what? You know, what brought you back full time to Black Line? Why? Why did you leave Aerospace? Why did you leave Airbus or whatever uh, company it was? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, locally, it was just a manufacturing facility, and so we made mainly. Um, closets, sidewalls, that kind of stuff. But Airbus would come in-house and do what are called source inspections. So they go to the source. So they go to a factory. They send an inspector in there to hopefully, um, you know, catch problems before you ship it all the way to either France or Germany to the assembly line. And then they got to reject it and ship it all the way back to who knows where out in the world. So they send inspectors in to do that catch all that stuff right there on site and fix it. And then we do a reinspection and give them the approval to ship to the factory. So that's what Airbus will do. Boeing does the same thing. I mean, it's just kind of a, a normal thing. So that's how I met some of these Airbus inspectors, different airlines and, uh, an 09 got laid off. And so just looking for a job and somebody told me, Hey, this company over here just needs somebody in the shop. Their guy quit. Okay, just didn't want to be sitting around doing nothing. I'm not the kind of guy who just wants to milk the unemployment as long as I can. So mm-hmm. uh, save it for when I really need it. So I went and started working there, and it just kind of went well and uh, enjoyed it. Started selling as people would come into the door locally, but we didn't we didn't install. We were the manufacturer, um, so as leads would come in hey, we need an installer. I said, well, we don't do it, but I can. You know, that's kind of how that started. So Yeah, get a little side hustle, having, right? Yeah, having three boys got had, had me some nice labor. Well, I mean, uh, the owners couldn't have been upset with that either. I mean, the owners couldn't be upset no, because no, they, they now, now, now their product is getting out there more, right, for right. someone who possibly would have went somewhere else and got a different style fence or type of fence or a vinyl. So... Yeah, it's kind exactly. of a win-win, yeah, right? Yeah. It, right, right. So did that for a number of years. We just kind of slowly kept growing real slow, and it was just hard to catch, you know, good footing with it. But 
you know, Airbus came calling again a few years later, but actually Airbus, not my local manufacturer and, and based, it used to be, you know, you'd have to sign these year contracts and you'd never be home. And I just like, that's not for me, but they said, well, look, it's a case by case basis. We send you an email and say, hey, we need you to go to California for a week, or we need you to go to North Carolina for a week. And it's a yes or no, because you're a subcontractor. And if you don't, whether well, they don't fire you, you're not an employee. So I just kind of slowly started taking some jobs and uh, go out for Monday to Friday and be home and make good money with that. And I enjoyed aerospace. It was just, I enjoyed it a lot, but it just got to be gone too much. My wife started having health issues. Kids were getting older. So I just, I, well, and then the timing of, it was right after the Indianapolis show, uh, the Fence show, Fence Tech in Indianapolis. I went to the show and the guy that I'd hired to backfill me kind of on the day-to-day basis really wasn't working out. And I just I started having, like, I, was, I told my wife, I'm going to tell the owners of Blackline, something's got to change. I'm not going to tell them to fire the guy. It's obviously not my choice, but something's got to change. It's too much, too much friction, too much trouble. But I stayed, I stayed over a few days because I went over to Columbus to visit a friend. I get home. And I was waiting for my next Airbus assignment. And one of the owners called me, said, hey, so-and-so is gone. We're done with him. Can you come meet us at the office right now? I'm like, okay. <laughs> Sitting home just doing some work. So, so they did you- actually just, it, they, they did it for me. I didn't even have to do it. And so, you know, and they know that now. I've told them since, you know, that, you know, it was at a point where something had to change on the, the dynamics. You know, it wasn't the owners. The owners of great people awesome people mm-hmm. and uh enjoy that's part of why i stuck around for so long and didn't want to give it up not just the industry but the owners themselves just so, top-notch people uh, so. let me ask you this man what is the history behind black line hhp i mean who says i want to sell vinyl and i want to sell black vinyl you know what i mean right right yeah so black line itself without the hhp tag has been around for a while and a lot of guys out there might know the history of it um it was out in nebraska by another guy and guy had great sales great marketing materials was an amazing salesman got a lot of material out there but the product eventually failed and so in the meantime one of our owners has been in the building materials business for longer than i've been alive you know, he's owned his own lumber mills in the past and that kind of thing. So he was already doing vinyl, white vinyl for a long time. And he had a customer in Hawaii of all places that said, I absolutely have to have black and this is what we want. So he actually went to, went to the process to start making his own black. And in the meantime, the old black line was shutting down, went out of business, whatever the uh, specifics were there. And so our ownership actually bought the name. They bought the marketing materials. They bought kind of like what I would call the soft assets, uh-huh. uh, but dumped the product and went with the formula that we're using to this day and has been working. So the owner, one of the owners himself is the one who kind of just spearheaded it and made it happen because he had one project that wanted black and they had all the money in the world and that's what they wanted. So that's that's what he did. So that's y'all kind made of where it, it started for us. 
Nice, man. Yeah, he made it happen. So how long How yeah. long have y'all been selling black line HHP? How long have you been so selling So now that? with this this formula, this formula and ownership has been about 18 years, and I've been with them going on 15 years now of that, oh, of wow. that time. Nice. So, so man, y'all got a lot yeah, of uh, yeah. high-heat performance products out there. Yeah, yeah, right. And being the bad history of dark colors and black in particular – that's what's been important is creating a track record. Just And like I said earlier, fence tech every year, every year, got to be there, got to be there. You know, most, you know, a lot of, a lot of guys that go are there every year, they might already know about us. I might not be selling a job at fence tech, but just creating that goodwill with everybody yeah. over there has been, so, you, so know, what you is, can't measure, you can't measure it. Yeah. What, what is the, what is the future of Blackline, man? What, y'all have anything? I mean, what, what, what's going on? I'm sure there's things on the drawing yeah. board. There's things you talk about, things y'all dream about. What, what's on your vision for sure, there, boy? Sure. Yeah, for sure. You know, obviously growth um, because it is such a niche um, niche product, you know. So there are some limitations, right? I mean, there's only some percentage of a market that you can grab, and so – but at the same time, I don't believe we're anywhere near where we need to be because we're getting into uh, areas that we haven't been in. The Northeast is a far haul for us, so freight costs can be troubling. But people are willing to pay for it if we show the track record that's going to work. So just growth, obviously, is is the beginning of where everything is based off of growth. Right now, you know, I think things are coming back to reality after covid uh, sales numbers are becoming more real. And so advertising and creating that base that we need to be successful over time is, is paramount. You know, so we, we've, we've increased our marketing budget. We just went over it yesterday or the day before and increased it by another 30% over last year because we have to. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. You know, it, that's just what we've had to do. And it, it building a base is what it is but we do have something on the it's actually in the works and it's happening and uh not quite ready to reveal it yet but i think it's going to be great for everybody not just us for all of you guys out there um it, it it's going to be good it's going to be good so i'm excited about it i a few people know about it but we're looking forward to it. Let's well, just put it that way. So we'll, we'll probably be announcing that within the next month or so. And well, man, let's announce it for Fence Tech, bro. Let's do it then. Yeah, <laughs> man. That's I see. Actually, uh, that might be good timing. Be yeah, good timing. I see Chance Roy in the comments. Yeah. Um, he was on. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. was on this morning's Wednesday yeah, podcast. He said, uh, "Correct that, me if that. I'm wrong, Zach, but uh, Cajun fencing may have been the first order from Lafayette, Louisiana. Is that true?" I think it is. I think it is. Honestly, one probably one of our first orders in Louisiana in particular. Oh. Was, I've quoted so much down in Louisiana over the years, but just been a tough market. But he, yeah, he was one of the first ones to get in there. Oh, great. Now, was that and, was uh, that a jab at me? Damn. I was number no, two? No, no. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no there's, a, there's another guy, a couple of them down there. You guys are actually the most recent. <laughs> I hear you, man. I'm okay with being number two. It's all right. That means yeah, I just keep yeah. looking forward. I don't have to look back, right? So, That's right. That's right. Um, 
man, you know, you and I were talking prior to the show about all the excitement and the amp going on and and the future right. of the of the industry our, our, uh, ourselves, you know, or the future of the industry itself. Um, you know, what what are your thoughts on everything that's going on? Because man, there's a lot of stuff going on. I mean, the whole industry has changed. It seems like, you know, when I was a kid, it was like it took a decade for something to happen. Now, you a, a new oh, phone yeah. comes out, and then there's a better phone that comes out, you know, four months later. There's, it's not a decade, right. right? And the industry is moving so freaking fast, man. I remember when the only podcast out there, only shows out there were Joe Everest, um, Sean King was doing his lives on Facebook. Cannon and I were doing lives. Then I run into this guy, Dan Wheel in Fence Tech uh, 2022 in New Orleans. He's got a podcast he had started. Now there's five, six podcasts out there. There's a whole nother fence association, Defense Workers Association. Yeah. I mean, right. it, it, it's freaking going crazy, man. You know? It is. Is it's it's been there is an excitement in the air again, you know. I would say, you know, Joe's podcast, you know, for me, as focused as we are with our product, it wasn't something I looked at a lot, but it was just something unique. And mm -hmm. and then I had met Sean King because I actually sold uh, Mister Fence there quite a few jobs there for a while. He was pushing our product. Had a we have a display there at his showroom. I even flew over there and just went to one of his internal company trainings just to kind of check see it what out. They're doing, mm -hmm. yeah, check it out. And a lot of it too is we were getting more serious as a company here to give the contractors what they want. And so I just went in there to see what they're building, talk to their builders, you know, get their feedback on our product, you know, um, or just vinyl in general. So that was kind of for me was the start of an excitement of. And then seeing Sean's fence lives a lot. Um, he even used our fence in one of them when he started because he used the donut method, you know, driving the steel post with our black fence. Um, right. So it was it was unique and exciting. But I would say it's really ramped up in this last year and a half or so Yeah. with the FWA coming well, on board. Well, um, not only that, man, everybody. The, uh, the education, you know. I mean, look at the turnout yeah. we had at um tony thornton's business business success deal that he had just a few weeks ago in uh, right. monkey island oklahoma i mean everybody a lot of those people showed up just because as uh old shane catton says the great gate debate right um <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, people yeah. on both sides yeah. of the aisle there you know there's the republicans and the democrats you know what i'm saying for for the whole yeah. gate thing and uh and we were all there and people were just putting their two cents in and just getting it out there so we can figure out what the hell we need to do and where we need to go with it we got to start somewhere right right then i go to um the afa's uh uh afa university in dallas i was there for that man the freaking people that are there that are wanting to learn about fence and learn the right way to do things, or at least I'm not going to say the right way because everybody thinks their way's right, right? A better way, a different way, learn some little tricks and tips 
Yeah, it's it's amazing what, what's happening with the industry, man. I mean, this thing's gotten so big with AFAU, they're moving the entire thing up to Tulsa, Oklahoma. You know? So it's not going to be in Dallas. It's going to be up in Tulsa. And it's going to be more space. We're going to have more ground to work with, more fence to build, and be able to accommodate more people. You know? So I think that, it's that shows the, that shows the demand. I know. I, yeah. yeah, I was I was really excited about the Tony Thornton summit. I was we were signed up. I had a little tabletop um, reserved. Unfortunately, I had a family emergency arise and had to cancel. But you know, just the concept of some of these, you know, different educational sessions with the mix of networking, with the mix of hey, here's some product you know, is exciting. There's more, more options out there now than there ever has been. It's not, oh, well, once a year for fence tech, you know, when is it coming around? You now, know, there, yeah, there's now it's, options out there. Now. And now it's every Wednesday night we're live. Every, every Wednesday right. morning I drop a podcast. Every Friday morning I drop a podcast. Dan Will is dropping podcasts during the week. Joe's got his show on Saturday, and he's dropping podcasts. And then, right. you know, there's Nathan Downs and Dan Turberville and, um, um, uh, I can't think of the gatekeeper guy. So, you know, that it's just growing and growing and growing. You know, Sean's still doing his lives. You know, I see Matt Warner's doing different things now, and it is a lot going on. Look at um, Jesus Christ. Look at um, Caleb. Caleb Roth just moved into his new building. Got him a, a podcast studio. I cannot there wait to go. get to Tennessee to see that man. You know. Yeah. So. It's crazy on how just things are just blowing up, and how the technology, how the uh, the uh, information is getting out, and how quick it's getting out. You know, we yeah. got to uh, look at. Uh, I have to say, though, Brett Richard, Brett Richardson's cooler than I am. <laughs> dude, Brett Richardson's a cool cat, man. Let me tell you, that dude used to fight that MMA. He's got his finch track on the mat of the of the local MMA guys. I'm just like, Jesus Christ, man, yeah. this guy here. <laughs> he, he, I was like, come on, Zach. I mean, uh, Brett, come on, Brett. Do a roundhouse on that guy. I just want to see if you still got it. He's like, man, I can't do that. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but, um, you know, and then that's the other thing, the networking that's going on. And... It is finding out about products and finding out how the products work and tips on how to get around them. You know, uh, um, who was it? Um, Matt with front rock fence on the vinyl install. He was working with, right. uh, with, uh, uh, Matt charcoal. I call him with, uh, JC fence on, on, uh, over on the uh, East coast. And he's like, man, you know what I've been doing? I've been doing this and this. And sometimes screwing it up, and Matt just boom did this and done. You know, yeah. he's like that was worth my trip from Canada, all the way down to Dallas to right. learn that trick. You know, so um, and then the networking that comes with it. I mean, we're gonna be. Aren't you going to um, to uh, Mystic, Connecticut for the Northeast chapters AFA education yes. mini fence tech deal whatever it's called <laughs> yeah yeah so the northeast has been a it's always been an interesting market uh very tight-knit and so i i actually exhibited in atlantic city last year 
uh, they call it the Garden State Jackpot Show. So it, uh-huh. it alternates every other year with this Northeast show. And that Atlantic City show was was really good. You know, it's, it's the East Coast version of Vegas. You get a lot of, a lot yeah. of people wanting to go check mm-hmm. something out. And honestly, the show itself was great. Uh, networking was good. And I the last couple of years, I've been able to uh, establish a footprint in the Northeast um, when a lot of people weren't running colors during COVID. So it allowed me to kind of expand that. So, yeah, I started going up there. So this year for the Northeast show, I was going to do a – a booth or a table, whatever you want to call it there. It is a smaller scale, but I'm actually not doing a, a setup this year, but I'm doing my first education session, speaking engagement, whatever you want to call it up there on Saturday. So yeah, I'm going to be up there, man. I didn't get to make it up to the Atlantic city deal. I was supposed to go meet old Pete Campanella or Campanella. Okay. He's with D and yep. call him the, uh, the crime boss of the D and D technology family (laughs) but uh great guy i was supposed to meet him and something happened and i couldn't go i had to cancel um but look man some of these events like i went to um afa university i didn't go to any classes i didn't do anything you know what i did i hung out with fence guys did podcast right sat at the bar talked fence learned things same thing with uh tony thornton's deal it was just a huge yeah. networking thing, and it it matters when I can pick this phone up and call somebody and ask them a question, and I met them one time and had a conversation with them for 20, 30 minutes at a bar at some fence event. Hey, you know, damn ball, man. I remember you said this, or you said that you do this. Can you help me? And if they can't, then they pawn me off to somebody that can I mean, imagine if I would have had that in 1999 when I started fencing. Oh, yeah. Imagine if yeah, I would have no, had sure. YouTube, you know? Well, I mean, the Facebook groups have been beneficial. You know, this year when YRC shut down and we ship LTL, I had about 10 shipments stranded throughout the country, mm-hmm. you know, and Shane Catton happened to be one. They were able to help me out because one of them stuck was stuck in the Indianapolis terminal. And they delivered all the way to Maryland for me. Yeah, Shane said you know, that uh, so. that he helped you get out of a bind with that and did, uh, I think, what yep. they call it, the yeah. last mile that's, or that's something. That's what it's about. Yeah, that's what it's about. And then, and then there's guys, you know, that names that nobody knows that are fence guys that I've sold to that have helped me out. You know, recently one of my, my middle boy, him and his wife, are driving back from Texas and having car troubles up by Four Corners. And I remembered a, a fence guy that I sold a big job to up in Farmington, New Mexico. And I called him up. Hey, where can my kid take his car to the shop? He pointed us in the right direction. Yeah. You know, stuff as simple as that just makes makes this industry enjoyable. Yeah, well, I told Pepper, I'm like, hey, we're going to go ahead and take a drive. And we're going to drive from New Orleans up to Dallas-Fort Worth. And she's all excited, right? And my whole goal was... I wanted to get up there and see uh, Robert Whitaker and uh, Matt Lowry and hang out with those guys for New Year's Eve. Well, right. Robert had a baby New Year's Eve. <laughs> so we ended up not going all the way up to Dallas. So we leave, right? And I got like an itinerary. And she's like, I thought we were just driving up there because I wanted to get some custom-made boots made done. And this is why we're going. I'm like, well, no. So we stopped in Lafayette. Saw the guy, saw Chance and Drew with Cajun Fencing. I did a little podcast. 
Then we stopped in Lake Charles, had dinner with um, uh, Charlie Harris, BMC we call him, Big Money Charlie. Uh, we yeah. had we had dinner with Charlie from uh, Fence News and uh, Garrett St. Germain from Access Control. And then on top of that, Drew and Chance from Cajun Fencing drove from Lafayette to Lake Charles. Uh, one of them had their wife with them and ate dinner with us. Then we headed to uh, Houston and um, visited some friends, and I finally got out of the fence world a little bit, and then I was kind of up in the air. Am I going to go to Dallas, Fort Worth? Am I not? But we ended up sticking around. But if not, we would have went on and just hung out with fence guys. You know, and Pepper was like, uh, I didn't know this is what we were doing. I'm like, well, this is what we're doing, girl. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I mean, if we can make some stops along the way, and I wanted to stop and see old Kevin Steve in Orange, Texas, but we were <laughs> headed back, and my daughter, we were trying to surprise my daughter. She had been working a double like every day, and she finally had an afternoon off, so we kind of swooped in about 5.30 in the afternoon on a Sunday and surprised her, so I didn't get to stop and see Kevin Steve on the way back, but you know, we had a good time, man, and we molded the whole trip around uh, around fence guys. She wasn't happy. Right. I, I was I, I was happy as a pig and <laughs> shit, man. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, if I can stop and talk about uh, talk about fence or talk about U.S. Hammer, you know, or right. expert stain and seal, a Mid America fence supplier, my salesman, you know, share a spreadsheet with some fence guys that need it. I'm down, man. Whatever right. I can do to help, you know. That's why oh, yeah. we're that's why we're financing uh, stain machines for expert stain and seal. Some of these guys don't have the money to do it. Well, I got an opportunity for them to yeah. get it, and it's sixty bucks a month. Yeah, covers shipping right. and everything. You know, so I mean, and and I think that's kind of what happened with this whole podcast deal, man. You know. Oh. Cannon and I were just clowning around on Facebook, and then it turned into, man, this is fun, and then it turned into, what can we do to help the industry? What can we do to help the the the, the fence guy from right. the guy that's digging holes to the guy that's running the company, you know? Yeah. Um, like these T-shirts that we're getting ready to give out at Fence Tech, they're not going to be for everybody, but I didn't, I didn't, my vision for these shirts weren't the the quarter zip pullover or the um the the polo. I wanted this to be for a uh I wanted this to be for a, a fence guy. The guy that's on the fence line, the guy who's nailing up boards every day, digging holes, screwing in aluminum, whatever the case might be, the guy who's right now in mid-January, hands are all cracked up and dried because he's been working. I wanted a T-shirt for those guys, you know? So, yeah. uh, and 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 that's the shirt we well, made, man. And it's, wait till you see this thing, bro. It's awesome. It really is. Well, and the thing is, too, is like, it's the guys on the fence line. It's like the guys in my shop that don't go to the shows. You know how much they enjoy when I bring home stuff to them? You know, I load my boxes full of gear, and it's usually from my guys in the shop because they don't get to experience that networking, but it still makes them enjoy it and feel like, hey, there's a bigger world out here than just our shop yeah. or just our fence line. And uh, those kinds of things go a long way. Yeah, they do, man. Well, uh, 
dude, do you know what booth you're going to be at in at Fence Tech? Do you know where you're going to be, where we I, can find you? I do. <laughs> booth 2158. It's on my board. <laughs> <laughs> booth 2158. <laughs> so, yes, sir. man, I've used your product. Right by Fence Games. Right by the Fence Games. Oh, man. Those guys get loud. They get crazy. Oh, I know. I know. You're going to have a good time. Yeah. I don't know. Well, what's worse? Fence games with him being wild and crazy or being by U.S. Hammer where he's randomly hitting that freaking hammer and it's pounding. Poor, poor yeah. Rachel. Poor Rachel with my salesman, man. She was freaking out. He'd hit that thing and Rachel would jump. <laughs> jump up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. That's going to be oh, a good time. Thing everywhere, though. Look at old oh, Robert Whitaker. Robert Whitaker's in the comments. Cheers from Magnolia Fence and Patio and Purple Coaching and Consulting. Those guys are doing great things over there too. Man, uh, I am. Uh, I'm ready to call it a night, bro. I, I can. Pepper's cooking yes, some sir. salmon in there, man. I can smell it. Uh, I love hey, I'm, some I'm, salmon. We got salmon to run right up through our city in the running season. So really, right on the water, man. Oh, yeah. yeah, we're literally in the corner. I'm. My shop, we're 10 minutes from Canada and five minutes from the water. So we're in the corner of nowhere. Aaron Preston, just because you asked, I might, maybe, might send it to you in your your inbox. Even though Benji's saying no (laughs) sneak peeks. (laughs) Benji knows. Yeah, he knows I can't keep a secret, man. So (laughs) anyway, well, look. It was awesome talking to you tonight, Zach. I really appreciate yes, what you're doing for the industry. I appreciate your love for the industry. Uh, how can we get a hold of you, Zach? Blacklinehhp.com? Dot com. Yep. And uh, we'll yep. have a link in yeah, the show, guys. Boys, yep. You can click it, get right to them, find out everything that you need to know about uh, Blackline HHP. And uh, I'm not even going to talk about the comment that uh, Benji's making. He's calling me a bean spiller. <laughs> Anyway, man, it was great talking to you. I can't wait to see you, bro. Hug your neck. Um, Giving away free stuff. Make sure you come see me and get a T-shirt, bro. It's going to be amazing. I will. So, I I got uh, (laughs) all I got was larges, extra larges, two X and three X's. So, I'll I'll be good in there. You'll you'll be in there. Good. I'll be in there. All right, guys. All right, Zach Romero. Black Lion HHP, thank you so much. All our sponsors, people who love the show, and, and uh, keep, keep the lights on. We appreciate you. And, hey, guys, y'all keep on fencing. You've been listening to My Fence Life. Yes, we like to have fun. Beer, bourbon, and business. And although we have fun, we take our business very seriously. Dan Blanc is known as the Fence King, and he's been providing high-quality fence solutions since 1999. He's connected to industry leaders, business leaders, financing experts, and marketing gurus that will be on the show to talk about their success stories. To find out more about us, hit the website at myfencelife.com. Listen to the show wherever you consume your content. We are everywhere. Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcast. See you next time on My Fence Life.